Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to Mental Intimacy. Hopefully, everybody has, is having a wonderful week. I'd like to introduce my co-star and uh, uh, the one that makes it beautiful. I'm, I don't even know what part I am. I'm not the brains or the beauty. Miss um, Dr. Gina Love, how are you? I'm good. You are beauty, too. Oh, well, it's, it's in the eye of the <laughs> beholder. Uh, I definitely got better looking as I got older. I think it has something to do with money. Oh yeah, yes. that does do that. You know, it does do that. Of course, it, it does that. Yes, whoever says it doesn't. Who says? Who says it doesn't? Okay, if uh, somebody, if people. okay, well, I'm living proof. <laughs> <laughs> so, if somebody says that money has nothing to do with mm-hmm. the way you look, yeah. uh, I left Indiana University, and the last day I was there, I was looking through the couches for quarters to get <laughs> to the bus to get to the airport, to get to uh, Tampa. So I had no money, right? And uh, yeah, it was slim pickings back then. Yeah. was slim pickings. I mean, I, I was okay, but I was slim pickings. After my rookie year in the NFL, mm-hmm. I went back to school to graduate. So I did a semester with a truck, a gold chain, <laughs> base in the back of my truck, an apartment, and liquor. Girls were like, you got sexy. I said, I know. I know, right? Right? And yeah. I, I, I gained 20 pounds and I got sexy. How about that? So, uh, yeah. You can you, gain all the weight you want. It doesn't it matter. matter. It doesn't matter. Okay, say, no. while we're on this, and by the way, uh, the name of this podcast is Mental Intimacy. Mm-hmm. Um, men and women are completely different yes. in a lot of different ways. Uh, what was your definition of sexy with a man? A woman, to me, is more classically sexy, although I don't... They don't need to be ridiculously sexy. We don't yeah. want to get into that. But a man is completely different. Like a man can be 400 pounds and walk into a room with confidence. And I mm-hmm. think a, a woman picks that up. So yeah. you do agree that sexy for a man and a woman is completely, completely different. Yeah, I would say for a woman, it's more the aesthetics. Like you yes. said, like a, like a painting. Mm-hmm. Where a man, it's more the masculinity. The okay. um, I go back to animal to animal instincts where a woman wants a man that's going to protect her. They okay. want, okay. you know, that, that can fight for her, mm-hmm. that can take care of her. Is that most women? Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And, and that's the thing. It's In this day and age, it's hard to <clears throat> try to be too masculine because I think people frown, some people frown upon it. They really do. That's terrible. Uh, well, it's our world's terrible right now. Yeah. I, I mean, our world's in a really funny place where Nobody knows what's acceptable. Everybody's scared to say things. Mm-hmm. And we're just we're just in a funny place. But, yeah. you know, when you talk about, um, you know, today we're going to talk about emotional vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we, we talked about mental intimacy. And what's the difference? Is there a difference between mental intimacy and sex? Um, I think they all come together. I think that sex, even though obviously it's a physical act, mm-hmm. if you're mentally not there, you're not going to be able to perform. Sure. Yeah, you need to have that mental connection. You need to be turned on, excited. You're just talking about women, by the way. Oh, no, this is men and oh, women. Oh, whatever, dude. So <laughs> I would ask you this. You ever have a situation where a man had an issue? Yes. Really? I have a one now. Man? Yeah, a guy in his 30s right now, um, he says that his girl doesn't have an ass. And he's having a hard time. Uh, he's been with her for a long time. He loves everything about her. But the fact that she doesn't have an ass, he can't get it up. <laughs> it's deeper than that. You know it's deeper than that. It has it, to be. It has to be deeper yes. than that. Yes, come on. I'd love to bring this up in here just to see, like, oh, what's a male perspective on this? Well, I'm going to say this, okay? I was married for 23 years. And listen, there's a stereotype of black men, okay, that they like, my wife's ass wasn't that big. Yeah. But, but I wasn't, I'm not going to marry somebody because they got a big fat ass. No. Because you know what? You know who can't cook sometimes? Big fat ass. That's so they true. They can't cook and they can't take care of your kids. No. 
But so what do you say to somebody that says, well, I'm having problems with intimacy and it's because of this, because I'm not not a therapist, but I would say to him, it's way deeper than that, sir. It's got to be deeper than that. And you're right. Like in this particular case, I mean, he's just not happy with himself. And um, now I know everyone's different, but for the most part, men, if they're not doing well financially or they're not happy where they are in life, you know, they're just not... mentally they're not going to be there yeah. you know and I, that's what's happening in this case there's so much more um that's going on with him individually as sure, a person that makes sense yeah. so when you talk about emotional vulnerability what is the actual do you have mm-hmm. is there a definition for that what, what what would the definition be to you i think it's just being able to be open without with with no fear mm-hmm. you know i think that um vulnerability is probably one of the hardest things that we all deal with you know is being vulnerable is being able to just be open and not to be afraid that someone's going to hurt us you know going into a relationship already with that feeling of oh i'm going to get hurt or this mm-hmm. person's going to cheat on me and then you're not open with them um that's not being vulnerable being vulnerable is just being able to just be open being yourself and allowing someone to love you and mm-hmm. allowing yourself to love it's funny because i think my whole life i think the word vulnerable is negative. Oh, interesting. Doesn't it doesn't it have a, a it negative sounds, connotation? It does, but it's not. If somebody's vulnerable, to me, mm-hmm. somebody could pounce on them any minute and kill them. No. In my, in my world, I feel like if somebody yeah. says, you look vulnerable, like, I don't know if that's, not, like, I could see it being positive in, in the sexual world. Right. But in the rest of the world, I'm not sure that's positive. I guess it depends on the situation, right? Like, Correct. don't be, don't just lay there and let someone beat you up and don't be vulnerable. Yeah, vulnerable, but yes. be vulnerable in love, be vulnerable in a sure. relationship. Sure. So how does vulnerability help relationships? Is it just... Uh, it's just losing barriers, I guess. Yeah, it's losing the barriers, being more open so that you guys have a stronger connection. Mm -hmm. Without connection, it's just gonna be sex. And sex is great for a few Mm -hmm. months, maybe weeks, but then after that, what is it? You want deeper than that. Sure. Um, You know, I've had one failed marriage, unfortunately. Um, I don't think I'll ever get married again, I really don't. Um, But, you know, I went to therapy and I didn't think it worked, okay? Because I, yeah. I just didn't think it worked. And it didn't work, obviously, because we were still apart. But um, if somebody said, well, so we're there together, like, how do you work on vulnerability? Like, is that, is, I would think that's something you either have or you don't, isn't it? No, you can work on it. You know, I would say marriage is like a business. I mean, you have to really make a commitment to each other and say, mm-hmm. hey, we're gonna we're gonna work on this. What, what's going on? Why aren't we vulnerable? It mm-hmm. could be our past. And usually it is our past. We bring our past into the present. You have to let that go. Sure. You have to put it behind you and trust. Did something happen between both of you mm-hmm. that broke the trust? Yep. If so, you need to either work on it or you guys have to break up. No doubt. So you, as if, I, like I said this before on the show, is this our third or fourth episode? Is I this? think it's like our no fifth. Those are six. Six episodes. Yes, My yes, lord, yes, I mean, yes. time flies. Oh okay, <laughs> so you're a you're a therapist. Yeah. Um, you have a, a you know a certificate on your wall. I do not have a certificate on my wall, although I find myself being a therapist almost at times. Oh sure. Um, what is it, what is it like to be a therapist? And your friends know you're a therapist. Is it like? Oh, is funny. it like? Uh, like I would. I would think it's almost like uh, if you're dating a masseuse. Uh, <laughs> Give me a massage. Yeah, let's put your hands on me, or just you know. Uh, what about this? You you have friends hit you a lot oh for my advice. Gosh, a lot. I have mm-hmm. friends, family. It's funny they'll call me for something else and they go. But by the way, mm-hmm. you know I'm feeling really depressed today, and you oh, know, boy. and it's fine. Like I try to help people, but the thing that people don't understand is being a therapist. It's a job for me. So yeah. when I'm in my office, I'm mentally prepared. 
prepared to help you. When I'm just in my personal day to day, like I could help mm. you, but I'm not really in that mode. Sure. You know? no, so I always no tell people like, I'll help you out, but you probably need to go talk to somebody. No, well, exactly. <laughs> You're not going to give them the full Monty exactly. uh, for free. So if a couple or a relationship has a deeper connection uh, and they're both vulnerable, yeah. I mean, how does that, how would that help the relationship, but let's let's start in the bed because this is when we talk yeah. about mostly sex. How would it help in the in in the bed? Yeah. So, for example, let's say that the guy tells his wife, "Hey, I want to watch some porn." Okay. Okay. If you're not vulnerable right away, you're going to think of, "Well, why does he want to watch porn? Maybe yeah. he's into other girls, and maybe this." But if you're a little more vulnerable and you guys are open with each other, you'll understand. Okay. Well, uh -huh. maybe why do you want to watch porn? Well, it's because I want to spice it up. Okay. You know. So, you know, the communication is better. The trust is better. Mm -hmm. um, you don't have these. Um, you know, negative sure. uh, thoughts about what he, what they're trying to tell you to do. So you'll be a little more open to try new things. Well, vulnerability is almost like like flexibility. It is because you got to be a you got to be a little bit flexible. Now, yeah. I, I would say, um, and I'm just going to speak for me in general. Um, I don't remember. Well, it happened a couple of times, but it's it's few and far between where a woman asks a man to do something the man doesn't really want to do it. I don't know if that happens very often. I'm just telling you in, in, in my, one case that happened the other day. No, Well, I mean, I'm telling you it happened to me a couple of times and, and I'm pretty open to stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? But um, but there's got to be a line, though. I mean, like that's the problem with sex in general and relationships yeah. with general is if you're into something, how do you know when to cross that line? Like I don't think we all know what freaky, freaky, freaky is. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we don't, like, it might be nor normal in your other relationship and the other relationship, the next one, people like, oh, my only crazy people do that. Right. So how do you know? I guess you, it's, you have to feel out your partner, I guess. And that's being vulnerable on the other end. So you should be able to be okay telling them what you like mm -hmm. and the other person not to shame you, and but tell you, hey, you know what? I'm really not into that. And mm -hmm. then, okay, it's communication, but be having open communication. Yeah. Well, that's, I think that's the toughest thing for me is yeah. um, like I said I was in a relationship for 23 years and after 23 years you acclimate and you you figure out what each other likes and you, it's all good and you, you throw out what doesn't work and you know you have like your your law but when you're with the next person though yeah boy I tell you it's like uh, I don't know like compatibility is important oh, okay. like I, I think you can get to a point where you just you're just not compatible. Do you see yeah, that often? I do, yeah. because especially if you if you're connected by sex right away and that's it, um, that's gonna be a problem. You know, you need mm. to make sure that you are connected in other ways. Like values are important. Correct. Yes. Um, you know, just kind of your goals, your dreams. Um, so I think with time, you really get to know someone. And yeah, absolutely, I've seen couples that hey, we're just not compatible. Yeah, and listen, it's to a point now where. Uh, there's a lot of different types of relationships. Yes. And, you know, some are just sexual. They are. Okay? Some are complete. I, I hear it. I listen to, I talk to some people here. Once again, I'm the therapist because I'm are. old. Because I'm old. <laughs> you know, you know, I had a young lady talking to me about her relationship. And, well, my partner, my partner, my partner, my partner. Uh, yeah. She didn't say my boyfriend. And I was like, well, what kind of relationship do you have? It's kind of open and then blah, blah, blah. But it's open on his end, but not her end really well i, I don't so think confusing. well it is confusing because <laughs> like he's allowed but i don't know if she's not allowed but she doesn't explore she doesn't really want to i don't believe so yeah but and i i just i want to say if it's good for you that's fine right but i also want to say boy that's really convenient for him isn't it i know like, i mean like why would he ever want to <laughs> stop that and, I, and that's the one thing i want to tell women out there if a guy's getting tail 
Yeah. He's going to do whatever he can to continue to get the tail. Yes. And that's lying, cheating, a lot of different things. And if there's no parameters and there's no titles on things, I don't know how it could possibly work ultimately. Yeah. You know, that's interesting because today, I'll tell you about my case today, but I'm noticing this thing where, and it doesn't just have to be men, but it just happens to be men lately, you know, mm-hmm. most mostly, where they lie. They'll like, and make the woman really believe and agree to his terms and what he wants. Sure, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, they'll come in my office and be like, yeah, you know, he really loves me and I'm, ex- I'm going to let him do this. And mm-hmm. I go, are you really going to let him do this? Or mm-hmm. are you just doing, letting him do it because you're afraid? <sighs> yeah of losing him or yeah and that's not that's that can't be good no that can't be good but that like like i said that's a funny line okay because yeah. you're you're pleasing your man he likes it right but you're not liking it but you're not happy <sighs> okay, i told well, that to a, a girl a today yeah. yeah this young girl today you know she's been in a relationship for six years the guy's been he's been married all six years mm-hmm. keeps on telling her he's going to get divorced and i'm like it's been six years okay um he still lives with his wife mm-hmm. so um you know she just <laughs> <laughs> yeah Okay. Yeah, and then she'll just sit there, and I'm yeah. going. You know, this is considered um, psychological abuse. Mm-hmm. The fact that you're sitting here and you, feel, she's feeling crazy. She's feeling anxiety. So mm-hmm. I said to her, "Look, let's not judge him. I don't know him. He's not my client. But what's it doing to you?" And that's what I would tell women, like with any situation sure. like that. Is it affecting your life? Is it affecting your mental health? If it is, get out. Sure, absolutely. It's not good for you. And and as as humans. You, we're definitely a freakier society than we used to be. Right. Or it's more visible. Okay. You can, right. there's so many ways you can see freaking. I was just saying this the other day, you know, when I was 12 years old or 13 or 14 years old, when I, when I first knew that I was digging young ladies mm-hmm. and I was trying to do whatever I can to go look at a naked lady in any type of way, uh, I would go get a magazine and it would be uh, an old girl laying with her light legs open in a hairy bush <laughs> and maybe some other guy or whatever. Or you watch a porn, it's one guy on top of a girl, then pumping or whatever, okay? Yeah. Today, oh no, if a 12-year-old goes into Twitter mm-hmm. and starts exploring, you know, he's watching, uh, you know, 70-year-old, one-legged Asian women <laughs> spinning on dudes and there's numerous things in every yes. orifice. Now, as a young person, I'm not sure that's good because no. I didn't even know a lot of things were even possible at 13. Mm-mm. I think it's too much for these kids to get right away. It's dangerous. It is dangerous. It's so dangerous because now they're just not going to really have good intimacy, a regular intimacy in relate. They're always going to think that it's more and Correct. they're messed up and their minds are getting messed up. Yep. I mean, porn can be really dangerous. Like I'm, I'm okay with it, you yeah. know, if it's used in the right way, but, but porn can be dangerous. It can really ruin relationships, it can ruin kids. It can. It can. It can. Yeah. It can. Yeah. And listen, I'm not going to lie and say I don't like porn. Right. I'm not, right. not going to do that when I was in a relationship. I didn't abuse it by any means. Right. Uh, every once in a while we would watch it together. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm not in a relationship. I definitely watch a little bit more, but you <laughs> and know, that's fine. And, and that's wrong fine. With I, don't, I don't need permission. I'm good, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not breaking. I'm not breaking any rules. But the, I give you permission. Thank you. Uh, the accessibility to it, yeah. though, now is amazing. And I, if I was 13, 14 years old, and I had this phone in my hand, I'm not sure I go to school. It, it leads to addictions. Yeah, you know? I can see that. So I can see that. anything in excess is an addiction. Anything that causes your mind mm-hmm. to just be consumed with something is an addiction. And we see a lot of ad- little baby addicts mm-hmm. being uh, grown yeah. in this world. Sure. Well, and I think this is weird about our country is um, addiction. Okay, the word addiction. Mm-hmm. There's there's lines to everything. Like nobody wants to admit they're an addict. No. Okay, so. 
in the sex world, I don't know anybody knows the norm. No, but there's no line in the sex world. Like this is normal, this is yeah. not normal. So if you're somebody who likes something, how do you know if it's a fetish mm-hmm. or it's just something you really like? Mm-hmm. I mean, who, who puts those labels on them? Yeah, I mean, the, the clinical definition, um, not so much a fetish, but an addiction is if it's causing dysfunction in your life. So if okay. you, you know, if you're into a fetish and you just, you know, you like it, it's fun, you like to explore and there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. But if it's consuming your life where you can't work you're, or you're missing work, you know, you're sleeping in, mm-hmm. things like that, then that's an addiction. That's the problem. Okay. So for myself, you know, if I'm somewhere and I'm um, like, I don't. Like I know some people watch porn all day. Yeah. That's a problem if you're watch if you're leaving where you are to go watch porn. Yeah. I think that's a little that's a little bit of a problem. Yeah. Um like if you're watching it at night or whatever to do what you gotta do, mm-hmm. that's just that's just an aid. Yeah. You know? But that's not that's not messing with anything during during your day during the daytime. No. And like my like my ex, for example, he would watch so much porn, but then he started seeing hookers behind my back. <laughs> Yeah, so some people frown upon that. You know, you know what so I mean? Yeah, it just like that's a problem. Yeah, but <laughs> l- but let me say this, okay? There's no correlation between porn and hookers. There really isn't. No, unless it, you're really looking isn't. for a certain type of hooker, which he was. Okay, <laughs> like that's a trans whole hookers. <laughs> Excuse me. Like trans hookers. Oh really? Oh yeah. This is your last relationship. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, so you so you caught your ex with a trans hooker um or you online. found that yes i found out yes okay yeah. this is gonna, this is getting better <laughs> this episode is getting better oh yeah so what kind of relation like what kind of conversation did you have when you found that out and i have to ask what did that make you feel i would think yeah. that was almost like like if you broke up with somebody and they went with the other sex right it's almost weird like like how did you how did you feel so, I mean, of course I felt terrible because, you know, when you feel deception, it was more of the Period, deception yes. mm-hmm. and not knowing who this person is. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been with this person for so long, you don't know that they're into this stuff. Sure. Makes you wonder like, who who am I with, yeah, yeah, you really, know? Yeah. Um, but only two words came out of my mouth, get out. <laughs> that was it. Now, what if it was a normal prostitute? That too. It would, this, well, so it wasn't it's a deception. It, it wasn't a transgender, it wasn't anything, it wasn't, it was nothing to do with who it was. It was Doesn't just the cheating, the cheating part. Absolutely. Now, yeah. the other part of it, did it mess with your head a little bit? Of course, okay. because then I start wondering, like, oh, my God. like, How did what? I not see this? How did I not see this? Yeah. You know, was I blinded by this? Mm-hmm. It's interesting how some people really can hold secrets. Like, I'm not a secret. Key. Like, I wouldn't. I couldn't last four years holding a secret like No, I don't that. think I could either. Right? I don't think I could either. It would kill me inside. Yeah, it would burn, it would burn me up inside. And uh, we, yeah. we have a, we have somebody at this cafe, and I, I find out more and more about people at the mm-hmm. cafe every single day. Uh, everybody has a story here. Oh, God, um, I can imagine. And, you know, one young lady, was, I heard, I haven't talked to her about it yet. I, I, I almost can't wait to talk to her about it because I really, like, I, I loved psychology in school. Yeah. I didn't like a whole lot of, th- I liked psychology. I liked, you know, the way people's people minds, mind. absolutely. And I think I use psychology in sports and stuff like that. But this young lady just went through uh, a couple of years ago, a situation where her boyfriend did something was as heinous as I've heard. Okay. Yeah. And I, and I, I don't even, it's uh, I don't think she can listen to this, but you remember the story of a guy that murdered four homeless people? Oh yeah. It was her boyfriend. Oh God. So, in a situation like that, I mean, yeah. you have to be thinking like, first and foremost, why didn't I see that? Yeah. Why am I attracted to that? 
Like, so what, so that's- Well, it gets worse. And I mean, my story was bad. I mean, on top of that, I found cameras hidden in my air vents. I found recording devices in my car. Um, Oh, that's, that's, that's- Yeah. And, you know, so- um, obviously, it was as bad as her situation, but it was bad enough to where I'm, I can understand how she's feeling yeah, with the sure, trauma. Yeah. And to and talk about vulnerability, like how do you become vulnerable in your next relationship? How do you trust again? Oh, wow. Right? Now it's hard. Did did yeah. did it? Did you worry that your kids were involved with this at all? Oh, absolutely. Because when you when you then you're thinking, I let this guy in my house. I know that's tough. I know you trust someone and you bring you know, especially when you get out of you know, you, I, I'm divorced, you're divorced. You know, yeah. you trust and you bring someone in your home, correct? To your around your children. That's what I'm saying that's oh, tough. Oh, wow, that's tough. Yeah, it opened my Ooh. eyes to a lot. Wow. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. being vulnerable, that's uh, what I mean. You have to think. People have situations and traumas and past, and mm-hmm. you know, how do you let that go? How do you just release that? Sure. Heal. You got to heal. Number you one, do. and then you have to, you know, just get to know, get, open yourself up to mm-hmm. people again. But mm-hmm. it takes time. How do you think that situation is affecting your relationship? today because oh, it, it has so to be affecting really. it somewhat. Absolutely. And I'm very honest with him Good. that, you know, um, and, and, you know, and I tell my clients the same thing, like, hey, you just be honest with the person you're with. If they love you, they're mm-hmm. going to be patient with Correct. you. Correct. You're going to have your moments of, you know, freaking out or being like, Mm-hmm. not trusting and um you know, just have to you just have to tell them like look be patient with me you want to be with me sure. no i'm healing yeah absolutely <laughs> now yeah. you know good com- great communication is yes. a key to every relationship and, and it, not just sexual relationships as any relationships it's communication is very important and i think that was part of the demise of, of my relationship we didn't communicate enough mm-hmm. i think we still like each other but we just didn't didn't communicate enough. Now, as a therapist, when somebody's in there and you can see that the key to their relationship or the issue with their relationship is a lack of uh, you know, communication, what is something that you know a couple can do to mm-hmm. improve their communication? Because this is gonna be as real as I'm gonna be as real as I can. Yeah. Some people don't communicate well. No. They just don't. <laughs> so like my wife was, I don't think my wife is great at communicating. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm that great at communicating in a relationship. Like I'd rather kind of just kind of brush it off and not worried about it. So when you see a couple, what are some of the things they could do to improve their communication? It's gotta be tough. Yeah, well, if I'm dealing with a couple that just doesn't know how to communicate, they're not good at talking with each mm-hmm. other, I actually give them questions or I, there's even books. There's, you know, you just have like those open-ended questions like, uh, you know, how did you feel today? Or, mm-hmm. you know, is there anything on your mind that, or is there anything I'm doing that I can do better for you? Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to have those meetings. Mm-hmm. I always tell couples like, have a meeting. Again, I go back to like, it's like a business. If you're gonna get married, yeah. Treat it like a business. Take care of it. Have your weekly meetings, check-ins. <laughs> I know it sounds yeah, crazy, that's but you tough. have to. I mean, so, so with your relationship now, you have you have meetings and check-ins. Yes, really, absolutely. So and okay, yeah. so are you? Can I can I ask? Are you living with this person? Yes. Now we're about to. You're about to. We're about to. Yes. So you guys have like every day, every week. How does that work? So I was once a week, I mm-hmm. like to do like a meeting or a check-in. Um, if there's something on on my mind, because I'm the type that I will, because I'm all day talking about emotions, just because I'm a therapist, yeah. in my relationship, I am not good. I just, I like to, I get very quiet. <laughs> you know, by the end Me of the day, too. I'm like, I am done. Me I don't want to talk about my feelings, yep. you know? Yep. So, um, you know, I've told him like, hey, when I get like that, just 
prompt me, just ask me, you know, what's going mm -hmm. on? How are you doing? You know, so, um, you know, we just, just kind of working with each other, understanding each other. But I would say once a week, at least have a check in. Another thing we do is that we do um, daily devotionals like at night, you know, okay. like there's, we have a little book and it just basically has us check in with each other. Like, you know, um, talks about love, communication. Really? Yeah, there's a lot of great little books Did that books trip like about that. at first? Cause I, I'm just gonna be, no. at first I'd be like, huh? <laughs> We're gonna do, we're gonna check, what are we doing again? Like, uh, this is odd to me. I mean, it didn't trip him out a little bit. That's what happens when you date a therapist. Well, I, I guess you had to know what he was getting, know what he was getting into, I guess. But like, there you go. This is great. There you go. So, I mean, that communications are always a wonderful yes. thing. So, I mean, obviously, everything's going well with your, with your relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he's having a 40th birthday party this Saturday. Good so. for him. Yeah. Good for, good for yeah. him. So, you're gonna marry it again, maybe, possibly down the way? I just, well, that's not thinking about that right now. Yeah, I think I you think know? so. Is it a possibility? Yeah, you know, it's been a long time that I haven't um, been married, uh -huh. so I think I'm I'm ready for that. Are you? Yeah. See, I'm my, ready for that again. This is me. I'm like, I, everybody's different. <laughs> everybody's different. I'm at a point now where I don't even want to get in. A, I'm this. I don't even want to get in a relationship that we we're gonna talk about marriage. I don't want to do that. You haven't found the right one. No, nope, that's not it. No, that's not. Nope. <laughs> That's not it. I just don't want that. You just don't want it. I don't that's want okay. it. You know, well, and, and listen, if I'm okay. if I'm talking to a young lady, I let her know. Yeah. I'm not looking for Be that. Be honest. Yeah. That's the one thing about me, okay? Mm. I have lots of flaws, okay? I'm flawed in a lot of different ways, but I'm pretty darn honest. Yeah. I'm honest to a fault where, like, I have women like, you can't do that. I was like, yeah, I can actually. <laughs> I can actually do anything, and yeah. it's up to you whether you want to be part of it or not. Right. But I just lying, and you know, I'm not. I wasn't that dog that was out there sleeping with everybody. But I don't think there's a, a young lady that I've been with that I couldn't call up and be happy. They wouldn't oh, be happy good. to hear. You know what I mean? That says a lot. I think. I think it does because there's a lot of dudes just you know. Y'all ain't y'all ain't cool. How about that? No. And, and and this is real. I sit here and I listen to people talking about their relationships and stuff. And I always talk. I remember one time I went to Palmasia Country Club, and wow. I don't remember why I was there, but I wouldn't go back. Okay. Yeah. All them rich sobs in that yeah. damn. It was gross the way it's they were gross. talking about women. I know. Like some of y'all are gross, and it's unfortunate that it's it's the rich people. Mm -hmm. But they they were talking about women. I felt like going, y'all are great. You guys don't respect yourselves. Oh, I get some of those in my office, and they were talking about women to me, and I'm just, I'm like, ew, yeah, come ooh. on, yeah, don't guys don't do that. No, nobody wants to hear it. Be a good person. Yeah, be, how about that? that that's oh, the thing. God. If you're there sitting there talking to me yeah. about cheating on your wife or your girlfriend. Why is that cool? I, it's not. <laughs> I, I don't know why a guy thinks it's cool. No. I don't know why a woman would think it's cool. I don't know why somebody would share that. Yeah. So you have negative integrity and you're telling me your integrity is minimal and you want me to sit there and embrace you like you're a good person? No. So somebody who's cheating on their significant other to me yeah. is not somebody to be trusted. No. Okay. Everybody? I don't trust them with my, my secrets exactly. or my things. Exactly. <laughs> so everybody out there, the key to a great relationship is obviously communication. Yes. Um, this was all about emotional vulnerability. Mm -hmm. um, do your best to just be as vulnerable as you can. You know, be open, honest, and you'll have a good relationship. Well, I, that word honesty, I yeah. think honesty might be the biggest key to yeah. 
anything. Good or bad, just good, be honest. Good or bad, exactly. Yeah. Because you know what, everybody, <laughs> if you do watch porn that much, right. and you tell your significant other and they leave, yeah. it was gonna happen anyways. Exactly. It was going to happen anyways. At least they can't say you're a liar. Exactly. <laughs> well, this has been wonderful. This is our sixth episode, yeah, and yeah, uh, uh, hopefully we'll be at 100 real soon, and hopefully everybody's enjoying it out there, and hopefully it's helping your sex life or your emotional uh, situation with your significant other. Uh, but I know it's helping us. If you want to check me out, I'm on Instagram, Ian underscore Beckles. And how do they, how do they get you? My Instagram is at Dr. Gina Love. There you go. Everybody go out there and have a wonderful week. Go on, drink a Mitra 9. It chills me out. Ooh, sounds good. Deuces, everybody. Bye. Peace.